You're listening to the Modern Horrors Podcast Network. Today's episode of Final Girls Horrorcast is brought to you by Mikey H., the OT Gourmet Geek, David Green, and OC Monster Man. To become a part of our amazing Patreon crew, please visit us on patreon.com slash finalgirlshorrorcast. and thanks for joining us on the 242nd episode of Final Girls Horrorcast, the show where we discuss some of the horror, thriller, and sci-fi movies currently available on your favorite streaming sites. I'm Amy. And I'm Carly. On today's episode, we're discussing some fun college slashers from the 80s, House on Sorority Row, and Pledge Night. And to help us celebrate such a momentous occasion, we're joined by one of our college alumnus, Mr. Justin Case. Welcome, hey. Justin. Welcome. Welcome. Thank you. Appreciate it. It's so this fun to fun. have you. I haven't seen Justin since college, which was not was a it? short period of time ago. <laughs> it was, you know, a, a heartbeat away, but yeah. It's been some years. <laughs> but it's so fun to have you on to talk about uh, college movies since, you know, we all went to college, the same college around the yeah, same this time. Is sort of a perfectly themed episode. Like there you it. go. Well, and you you picked Pledge Night, which, I mean, I can't wait to talk about with you. Um, so it'll be, yeah. it's good. It's a good theme. I'm excited. Um, and, and welcome. Yes, absolutely. Carly, why don't you uh, tell our listeners where they can watch these movies if they want to avoid spoilers? So as a reminder, we tend to spoil things. So continue at your own risk. You can find The House on Sorority Row. On Roku, Hoopla, and Tubby TV, and Pledge Night is on Tubby TV, Shutter, and AMC Plus. So make sure to check those out before continuing if you are a spoiler-sensitive listener. And if you're in Chicago and you're interested in seeing the film and have access to my PlayStation Four, you can watch <laughs> the DVD that I have that I got for my birthday of Pledge Night because that's well, how there much you I go. DVD, not Blu-ray. Maybe it's a Blu-ray. That's the fourth option for you listeners, for you Chicago yeah, listeners. Yeah, for all you Chicago listeners with access mm-hmm. to Justin Case's PlayStation. Yeah. Home. Yeah, my home. I, I open my home for all. For all. Yeah. Like, uh, wow. Uh, you want to drop your address in the show notes? Yeah, I should put, let's see, what other critical bits? Uh, oh, my mother's main name, in case you have to call her. Sure. Her. Social. 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 Last four digits. Show. Last four digits. Last four digits of just absolutely everything. Yep. Uh, <laughs> we don't discriminate. Yeah, yeah. And I, I, I do have a home alarm, but I'm going to disable that just for you. No. <laughs> Wonderful. <laughs> Thank God. Thank you, Justin. Thanks. Really looking out. Um, okay. So before we jump into today's films, let's get started with a segment that we like to call... Trailer Trash Talk. Our trailer for today is Duel with an April 15th release date. It's written and directed by Riley Stearns, who did films such as Faults and The Art of Self-Defense. The summary is a woman opts for a cloning procedure after she receives a terminal diagnosis, but when she recovers her attempts to have her clone decommissioned... Uh, fail, leading to a court-mandated duel to the death. I feel like I fucked that up. No, you didn't. That is written incorrectly. Thank you. Yeah. I always love it when that happens. I think I did something wrong, but... Nope. You're just following orders, sir. That was not you. We we like to make fun of the IMDb summaries because they usually are quite awful. Um, 
so what did you think about this one, Justin? How do you think uh, this looks? Okay, here's the thing. I thought it was a different movie at first. I definitely watched the wrong trailer, but it's not the Steven Spielberg movie. And no. then I and I just watched the trailer just a minute ago, but I had the sound off. <laughs> so you're really, so really was, firing off all cylinders here. You're so, saying that you're really committed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I thought that I thought that what happened was that Aaron Paul kidnapped somebody. I really <laughs> I was like, oh, good, an Aaron Paul kidnapping film. And the film the film that I thought that I had just watched, I was pretty excited for. Um, right. The actual description, eh, we'll see. <laughs> Close. Kind of been done, hasn't it? And, I mean, you know, you don't have to watch it with the sound. Did you have subtitles or? No, there's no subtitles. No, okay. So really just guessing. Can you read <laughs> lips? Perhaps. <laughs> yeah, it's some, yeah, because because at one point she he hands he hands her like a crossbow and she goes why? Uh huh. I mean I I don't read. I don't think that. she said that. She did. I don't think she said, no, she 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 just gave her a big ass crossbow. Yeah, but she's training. She knows to exactly why. Yeah. Clone. <laughs> He's helping right. her train to fight to fight her her crone her crone her crown her clone. clone her crown clone <laughs> her crown's disease. Yes, basically. Uh, I think that this looks good, except I am concerned about the choices the director made with her, with the, the, the cadence of their voices. Like, it's very, like, blank. There's not emotion. Like, it feels like there's robots talking to each other. And that's not really, it's an interesting choice. I felt like one of them was supposed to sound like a robot and then the other one didn't. But the one that didn't was the clone. That makes sense. Sure. I kind of had the same. What was the movie Ex, Ex Mahina? You seen that mm -hmm. one? Yes. Mm -hmm. Love that movie. But what turned me off was like, I'd be like, oh, this robot's a real robot. Believe that she's a real person. But like that movie, like I don't know, in the end that movie was awesome. So like maybe it's maybe it's done for a reason. I think the person that well, the person that acts like a robot is not a robot. She's a normal human that got a diagnosis saying she was gonna die, and then they're like, just kidding, you're not gonna die. Um, but we made this clone for you, but we can't have both of you, so you have to fight to see which one gets to survive. It's basically what happened, Justin. And you might have missed that with the sound off, but the um. <laughs> okay. Yeah, but, I was off with thinking that Aaron Paul was a doctor. <laughs> but um, no, I just I don't know. We'll see. I think it looks interesting. I mean, it's not anything super new. I feel like these only one can survive kind of thriller films are kind of been there, done that a little bit, but it is a little bit of an interesting twist. Uh, I, I feel like it would make a better black mirror episode though. I don't know. We'll see. I can see that. I think it'll be fun. I, I like Karen Gillan and Aaron Paul. So yeah, mm -hmm. I think it's a really good black mirror episode. If it's yeah. whether or not it's a good film, we'll have to see. We'll see. Okay. Well, there's Duel coming out next week. Check it out if you want to. Don't if you don't. Aaron Paul, though. I'm a big fan. I'm a big Karen fan. Gillen. I like... Karen Gillan is... Uh... Oh, 
don't know. I'm going to expose myself. The only thing I know that she is is Nebula. Is that correct? She is me? Nebula. She, so, she's um, done some great things. She's in Doctor Who. Um, and she was also an Oculus. Oculus. Uh, a final girl favorite. It is a final girl favorite. We do love Oculus here. Well, you have a, a special sound effect for that, too. Final girl favorite. <laughs> we should. We should we have one. Should. We don't. But if you want, I can take that sound clip and do something with it. <laughs> Me doing the horns. I'll just put like lightning behind it and like a whatever that horn thing is. It'll be good. Okay. Yeah. I purposefully. <laughs> have you heard our. <laughs> It sounds like you've heard some of our uh, our our sound clips that we've created. Yeah. Um, I worked very hard on them. Um, <laughs> all right. Uh, Carly, what are we talking about first today? We are going to be discussing The House on Sorority Row uh, from 1982, written and directed by Mark Rosman, uh, who also did The Invader, Snow 2, Brain Freeze. Love and it movie. was. <laughs> another favorite just kidding um also written by bobby fine the imdb summary is after a seemingly innocent prank goes horribly wrong a group of sorority sisters are stalked and murdered one by one in their sorority house while throwing a party to celebrate their graduation Oof, that's that a, was a long lot. sentence <laughs> and also i am hungry Did anybody- <laughs> This movie, um, I think, was paired well with Pledge Night, um, but it is, I don't know. Let's see. Did you guys like this or no? It wasn't my favorite. I didn't I, hate it, but it I was mean, I've like. I mean, worse. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I don't know what happened. Like, what happened to that lady? I literally said the same thing when Amy was like, she texted me last night. She's like, I'm watching House on Sorority Row. And I was like, can you let me know what the what happened? Because I'm confused. What, what do you mean what happened? Like, there what was part? something. Like, cause they were shooting blanks with the gun, but then one of the shots killed her. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. So that's the part. Carly, is that the part you were confused about? Just all of it. Just all of it in general? Okay, well, I think, uh, you know, I think gun safety is important. Uh, I think maybe doing a practical joke using an actual gun, probably not um, a good idea in any case. I wouldn't recommend it. Um, I love how this says it's a seemingly innocent prank. I just maybe no guns involved. Yeah, I mean, maybe a rubber gun in an innocent. I still think anytime you're pulling a gun on a person, real or fake, doesn't really feel like a prank as much as like threatening. It 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 it, it may still be classified as a prank, perhaps. I'm not sure. Sure, or felony. Lost, yeah, but you have lost your innocence when you right. bring a gun. Definitely attempted murder. Yeah, yeah, it's definitely not an innocent, an innocent situation. Threatening no, with like, a deadly weapon. Um, I would think. I think that's a felony. Um. So, so I don't know. I would think maybe it was a case of maybe a shot got caught in the barrel. I don't know a lot about guns. Um, Most movies would have told you what the frick happened. I mean, she was waving that gun around and shooting it left and right before the prank even happened. So you would think. Like maybe the clip had a bullet in there and she didn't realize it. 
Um, it wasn't a revolver, right? It was like a, it was like a gun with I a clip. A nine, I think it was a nine millimeter. Yeah. Yeah. But oh, Justin knows about guns. Don't. I don't. <laughs> I don't even own a gun. <laughs> Let, Let alone, alone many. Tony and I, my husband and I were talking about having a party. And that was, you had to dress up as a Wayne's World character, but you couldn't come as Wayne or Garth. You could only come as, like, a B character. Oh, that would be fun. And I really I wanted to be Stacy and carry around a gun rack. Mm-hmm. So that was my idea. If you're not careful, Wayne, you're going to lose me. <laughs> <laughs> I already left you. I, <laughs> I messed that up. It's fine. Let's move on. Okay. <laughs> this has become a Wayne's World podcast. I was going to say this episode just is us quoting Wayne's World. Okay, so we have our house mother got shot and killed accidentally. Um, instead of calling the police, they decide to throw her in this the most disgusting pool I've ever seen in my life. And I don't know what they thought they were doing. Like they tied her up, but they didn't weigh her down. They talked about weighing her down, but they didn't actually weigh her down because she almost immediately floats back up again. That situation is like a work meeting where everybody's like, yeah, 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 yeah. And then the phone meeting ends and everybody just deletes whatever the freak happened in the like, man. Yeah. Like they were just like, yeah, and then we'll do this, we'll weigh her down, we'll just bury her tomorrow. And just like everybody walks away and somebody kicks her in the pool. It's <laughs> like, you see one person like tying a shirt around her. That's like the extent of the way down. Yeah, it's not like they're not really for someone who just committed murder. They don't seem that concerned about actually hiding the body. No. No, it's literally just another day for them. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it becomes more of a thing, you know, when the body disappears, which I couldn't. I don't really know how they knew the body disappeared other than the guys fell in the pool. I'm thinking that was what it did. I don't know. Did you guys see Diabolic? No. All right, because there's a scene that there's a person dies in a pool kind of similarly, but um, and I I can't remember the plot of it, but I just I know I feel like this was this whole moment was kind of stolen from that movie, but that movie is infinitely better than this one, to be honest. Um, it's more of like a thriller than a horror movie slasher, but oh, you mean diabolic? Oh, yeah, is that wrong? Is it no. not diabolique? It's French. No, you're right. Isn't that you're how right. they say it? Of course it is. Yeah. <laughs> I'm very self-conscious about how I pronounce things. Justin, don't do this to me. Oh, I did an entire episode on. <laughs> I did an entire episode on on ex machina and called it ex machina because I felt very weird saying machina. <laughs> it's a tough thing. Machina is like a, a leap of faith because you're like, I'm just saying this. I'm saying this confident combination. <laughs> Say I'm saying it. Hope I'm either going to sound real pretentious or I'm yeah. going to be right. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I And I think I even said it during the show. I'm like, I know I'm saying that wrong, but I feel real uncomfortable saying it the right way. <laughs> Sorry. Anyway, um, were there fake nipples in this movie? Oh, that's such a good question. <laughs> because... There's definitely like we haven't gotten there yet, but I'm I'm 99% sure we have fake nipples happening in Pledge Night. I feel like we also get a fake nip scene in the waterbed. 
Um, oh, the water dressing. Yeah, 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 yeah. Of this film, which I'm just so confused about fake nipples. There's some, there's some nipple trickery. I can't put my <laughs> finger on it. But nipple trickery. There's some nip trickery going on there. Well, and I'm like, I don't want to body shame if that's what her nipples look like. But also, I don't think nipples look like that. You know? I literally thought the same thing. And I was like, I can't say that on the podcast. Well, leave it to <laughs> me. I'll say it. The nipples look weird. <laughs> Amy does not like saying ex machina, but she will call out your nipples all day. I mean, I oh, just yeah. want to Line know if they're fake or not. Figure. I don't think that's a bad question. No, I think I'm no, asking I'm the important question. <laughs> You are asking the important questions. I don't quite understand. I guess in this 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 fake nipple conversation, I think not none of us in this room have stopped to ask why. Like <laughs> what would be Well, I I wonder if it's like a rating issue or if it's a like you can't show nipples because then you get an X rating if you show too many nipples. Cause don't they like count the nipples and like oh, see easily. if I yeah. feel like, especially in the 80s, like, maybe they were doing that. I like, think you could just pop a fake one on, and then, then it just doesn't count. Well, I'm I'm wondering. I don't know. I think that's why I'm bringing it up, is because I, I want to know why. Is it, like, a personal issue? Like, I don't feel comfortable showing my nipples on TV, so I'm going to put fake nipples over my actual nipples? I mean, or it is possible that she... Or is it an thing? It could be either, because I don't think that if... I don't think it would be an MPAA thing because I feel like a nipple is a nipple, whether it's fake or not, you know, it's like a peen is a peen, you know? Yeah. yeah. But it could be in her, in that person's contract. Like I don't want full frontal. And instead of getting a body double fake nipples is an option. I mean, I can speak for myself as a woman, if I'm doing full frontal and the only thing not showing is my nipple, I don't think I feel any different about the situation. That's like I don't question. like if the entire breast is showing and just not the nipple. I don't think that's any different. I, I guess also, I don't understand pasties either. <laughs> like yeah, just show I mean, the nipple. Why is the nipple the offensive part? Just show the whole. It thing. is though because that's what yeah that's what gets flagged. Is but dudes nipple. have nipples. They don't flag dudes' nipples. The You're, offensive this is part a question is that people be, have been asking for years and years and years. I'm so confused. I just, don't <laughs> I just don't get it. That's why free the nipple is a thing. That she it's might true. have been. Yeah, I mean, there's such a stigma about it, right? I mean, and when you say they count nipples, I'm like 99% sure you're right. And the the poor woman, I uh, I imagine, was was in her contract said that, and then they were like, "Oh, you want some fake nipples? Well, here's two pieces of gum that I found. <laughs> here's like, some chiclets." You can possibly imagine. It looks so weird and it makes me feel uncomfortable. I'd rather just look at an actual nipple, is all I'm saying. Yeah, let's let's skip right to the nip. Yeah. So let's talk about Mrs. Slater. I'm gonna switch gears here from nipples to Mrs. Slater because I think she's a very interesting character. She's an older woman. She wanted to have children and never did. And she finds this doctor that's doing experimental drugs to get women pregnant. And so she gets pregnant, has a baby. I'm guessing she's 50. I I don't know. She does not look of child-rearing age when she gives birth at the beginning of this film. And so I thought that the kid died. 
Didn't he say, she said to the kid, make it. And I thought he said no, but maybe he just doesn't answer. I think he right. tells her no, but I, it seems like they stole the child or something. That's what I thought happened. That's why I was but so But she has the child the whole time. I That's why I said, Amy, tell me what happened because I don't <laughs> understand anything that happened. I'm going to assume that, I mean, I think I would need to watch that first scene again. And I also like don't want to watch that scene again, you know? It's Justin, like after what did this you conversation, I'm not going to care, you know? You sure? I <laughs> uh, I don't know. She had some sort of partial. She was aware of him because that's for sure. But as far as the visitation schedule that goes to the hospital, that doctor and the mother, I don't know what's going on. You there. think that the kid was also going to the hospital at some point? Yeah, because okay. that's, that's that's what the doctor the doctor said in his. In, in the scene he has with her, and then when he's reporting, he says, like, I really think he should return to the hospital for psychiatric evaluation, yada, yada. Yeah, that I, I remember watching that conversation and going, I don't know what that conversation was about. That makes sense. You and me both, girl. Okay, so she took him from the hospital, brought him to this attic, and there must have been something happening where he got to go back and forth between the hospital to the house. Um, or I guess they said on his birthday, that's why she was always kicking him out on June 19th is because maybe that's when the kid, the kid got to spend summers with his mom at the sorority house, maybe. Sure. Sure. Nothing, nothing says excitement like an attic in summer. <laughs> I mean, if no one else is in the house, why does he have to be in the attic? That sucks for him. Yeah. Nobody knows. It's got, like, some pretty strong, like, uh, Black Christmas vibes with the attic scene with her, like, hanging out in the rocking chair. And then there's some, um, also, like, got a little bit of, like, the boy or, I don't know. I felt like it was borrowing from a lot of different movies. A lot of these like shots and stuff. I thought all the cool shots seemed to be stolen from other movies, especially the rocking chair in the attic and the ball kind of rolling around on its yeah. own. I was like, that is, that's like, that's the changeling all over the place for sure. Yeah. That's classic. That's uh, M, right? Is that the first movie? M? M. M. It's like an old black and white movie. It's from like oh. 30, 36, maybe. I could be way off on that. I should not even try to do dates. It's like the first movie that ever did that like creepy non-diegetic sound along with oh. like something like, like it's like literally where that ball bit. came from. Did you see the changeling? I mean, the changeling is like seventies. So no, I um, wanted to, I know what movie you're talking about, but it's really good. And there's a lot of like attic ball going around by itself. Kind of imagery. Um, one of my favorite ghost movies of all time. If you haven't seen it, you should. Highly All recommend right. The Changeling. I think I watched that in college with Andrew, actually, now that I'm thinking about it. Um, I love that movie. We did it on the show recently, right, Carly? You saw we it. sure did. Yes. Oh. So good. Okay. Okay. So she has a kid, a secret kid that is deformed somehow. And I don't know, is he, like, I'm assuming he's not mentally all there. But I really thought, like, the whole time I was really thinking this guy following around the main character, Katie, was going to be Eric. 
I totally uh, did. I see. That I think that would have been better. Same. <laughs> I was waiting for it, and I wasn't going to be bummed when it happened. And then he got shot with the dart. Wait, yeah. Is there a blind date? Is that what you mean? What? Which guy are you talking about? That you thought oh, there's like idiot. this guy she's supposed to be on a date with that follows yeah. her around the whole party. Blind date. Yeah. 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 yeah, he is just Peter. That's his name. Peter is just making the best of a bad situation. <laughs> He's really trying his hardest. He's he brought her so hard. He brought her a cors- a corsage yeah. to a to a sorority to a brass, Yeah, it was a sorority yeah. party. Yeah. It, was, it was pretty. But then I don't know. I think that I, I give this a lot of thought. So, like, he walks in when he first sees her. She's crying, and he he seems, in my opinion, and I could be wrong to say the right things which are i'll leave if you want me to like right away mm-hmm. like he wasn't just like oh what's the problem i'm a man i can fix it like he was just like <laughs> you got your life, i got mine sister i'm gonna bring this flower home for my like niece or something but but then i was like okay i guess he's he's being supportive enough and then she like puts on a brave face but then he's just like still there in the third act and i was like you didn't just because there's scenes of him you could tell that like He's in that moment when he's like, do I just call this one? Like, this is tough. This is this is a tough night for me. But then he just keeps popping back up. And the fact that he's still there in the third act, and I'm like, all right, buddy. I mean, there's no reason for it. No, they waste oh. that character, I feel he like. He should have just been Eric. That's the mm-hmm. whole thing. Like, I yeah. was like, oh, he. it would make sense. He grew up in this sorority house he never got to see the sorority girls and he's a grown man now and he maybe wants to spend time with them but he ends up freaking them out and he kills them i mean i get his mom died and so he's like you know jason voreasing them but it's but now i just think it would have been more interesting. now you know now you now you now you it's one of these movies where like same thing with like with the bullet like you're right when you said the like probably there was a bullet left over from their shooting practice. But again, you have to write it. Like, the right. movie doesn't tell you. Like, <laughs> I just I need the movie to tell me right. what to think, which is a weird right. thing to say. Especially for those... Stuff. But, like, that's an important plot point that, yeah. like, yeah. we shouldn't really have to guess. <laughs> like, or assume. I don't right. know. No, it's true. I, uh... But I just... It would have been better, I think, if Peter was was the killer because there's no reason for his character otherwise unless he's supposed to be the guy we suspect the whole movie um in which case i guess yeah but what's the difference because i still know eric is the killer i just don't know who eric is that's not you know what i mean it's not like Mm -hmm. who's the killer i know who the killer is i just haven't seen him so i have to guess you know what he looks like it's not really this the twist they think it is (laughs) (laughs) no 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 tell you Telling you up front that you'll never know is never, never a, a fun surprise. Right. <laughs> so, I mean, I don't think it was the worst. Um, I just also don't think it was really worth watching. I think there's just so many other great slashers to watch if that's what you're into. Um, but, but I'm glad I checked it out. Both these movies come in at a tight, like, hour 29. So Perfect. I might get into it. Yeah. At that pledge night was like the perfect length, I feel like. Oh, yeah. 86 like, minutes. 86 talking? minutes is a good is a good amount of time. A slasher should not be more than 95 minutes. No. Yeah. I mean, it's, if you use if you build the basic tenets of a good slasher, like 
you don't need like your 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 first act can be so compact and yeah. fun like you know like i think that the formula there's not i, I enjoy the the more formulaic the better almost like once you're keeping it and you're like when people are like don't worry you're like yeah <laughs> that's, that's like what i like about the slasher genre it's like these tells and then you're like you know as soon as they say something like i'll be right back obviously you're like all right i guess i should pay attention now <laughs> for sure all right I mean, is there anything else you guys want to add? I mean, there's a lot of like weird stuff to unpack here, but I'd rather move on to Pledge Night, to be honest. I'm so ready to move on to Pledge Night. Okay. <laughs> it's about time. Okay. So next up, Pledge Night from 1988. It's directed by Paul Ziller, who did films such as Avalanche Alley and Solar Attack, um, along with like so many TV, so many TV movies, like in an insane amount of TV movies. Um, it's written by Joyce Snyder, who wrote films such as Raw Talent and Public Affairs. This is actually her only film she wrote that is not X-rated. Um, the IMDb summary is, a college fraternity in the middle of hazing their new pledges during Hell Week incur the wrath of a long-deceased pledge who died during the hazing gone wrong 20 years ago. Oh my gosh. Justin, this is yeah. your movie. This is I I recently completed the probably like like the twenty fifth viewing of this film. In my How life. did you come across this movie? Because I I'd like to think I mean I've been doing this podcast for almost seven years. <laughs> I watch a lot of horror movies. I watch a ton of eighties horror movies, and this one it, I it's completely fell off my radar. <laughs> this is a this is a back video store like we had watched everything else. And we're just like, what's in this like dingy box of like old old cassettes, you know, all these VHSs? And we found this one, and my best friend and I, we just fell in love with it. And we must have watched it like once every couple months for years. Um, when it got like, it was a text messaging event when it was released on YouTube for a short while, and then it ended up being my like thirty something birthday. 30 something birthday present i got the blu-ray so this movie is just like it's been in the family for a long time now. So i've <laughs> yeah. seen it i say that i've seen it 25 times ask me a question i'll be like i don't know which one which one <laughs> like I, i'm still gonna be hated. well vinegar syndrome i think released this um in blu-ray and dvd uh, just a few it wasn't that long ago it was like 2019 i think yep, that sounds right. so that's and now i kind of want it to be honest, I feel like yeah. it has a place up on my on my collection wall. <laughs> well, I'll tell you this: if my daughter didn't knock it to the back of my bookshelf, which it probably stands on, and I can't and I can't reach it without moving my desk, I tell you what sort of special features are on the blue. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Google exists too. You don't have to strain your back for that. Oh yeah, this is my age. I shouldn't be bending over. <laughs> So, I mean, I never heard of this before. Carly, had you ever had any familiar familiarity with uh, Pledge Night? I have not. This was new to me. Yeah. New. Way to go, Justin. That's yeah. exciting. I always get real excited when there's new 80s movies to watch that aren't really awful. That's kind of, we just finished 80s was Weird Month, um, where mm -hmm. we try to find 
new 80 movie, 80s movies to watch to see if we can find some hidden gems. And this this year's kind of been a bit of a bust. <laughs> so um, I'm excited that we, we have this one now. Very cool. Yeah. Um, I, um, and this movie is 80s to the max. Mm-hmm. It really is. You've got, you've got all... You've got just that, just that, that, that like latent smack of racism unnecessarily. Like you get, you get, you get a soundtrack that will blow your ears off. My husband was very stoked on the soundtrack. He wasn't watching it, but he was in the other room like, this soundtrack is amazing. And I was like, I'll try and find a vinyl copy for you. That'd be sweet. Well, that the killer is is the lead singer of Anthrax, which I didn't yeah. I didn't realize that. And is anybody okay? I'm not going to ask this question in a logical fashion, so enjoy that. Is anybody sure that the writer is not married to Dee Snyder? I'm no. not. I'm not sure. See, I'm not so sure. The writer, they have the same from, last name. What I could posit is that the writer may or may not be married <laughs> to Snyder at one point. And a simple Google search will answer that question for the listeners at home. <laughs> You're talking to the guy that had trouble with the Skype, right? Like, I'm not. <laughs> well, I mean, I think the bigger problem was the sound on the on the trailer. But, you know, Skype was all right. You figured it out. Again, I was so, I was so excited for, 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 for Dr. Iron Paul. I'm going to look this up. D. Snyder, wife. Suzette Snyder, but that's not to say that he wasn't once married. All right, so you got to go to the Snyder archives. <laughs> How many to... women has these has D. Snyder been married to? Is really the question. And there's literally nothing on Joyce Snyder's um, IMDb page. I will note that they do spell their names differently. I oh. think Joyce is a Y and D is a I. Sure, a that I. makes sense. That makes sense. Yeah. Well, we're gonna we're gonna have to go to the town, the local township. Yeah, we are. <laughs> favorite records for us. Get some answers. Get some answers. Oh, what if we? We can just say this? we claim false things all the time on the show. So we do. We can okay. just say that she is. No one's gonna know any different uh, okay. or care. Okay. So I guess so. I guess it's Dee Snyder's wife that wrote this movie. That's why. Yeah, <laughs> it's pretty amazing. Yeah, they got they got the Anthrax lead singer to be. Featured as Acid Sid, all the stars are out tonight. Yeah, the music is is pretty wild though. I do enjoy the soundtrack. Would would listen would listen to on my own. It's, so it's terrible. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if you like metal in the eighties, it's pretty good. Um, I I'm gonna I'm gonna flip to my notes because I just realized I'm in the wrong <laughs> section of them. <laughs> But I have a lot of notes on this movie. Like, I, I think it's been a really long time since I've written like six six pages of notes on a movie. Um, so that's saying something for sure. So like the first half of this movie is not horror at all. No. And then the second half, it's two different movies, really. Yeah. It's, it's <laughs> two different television shows. <laughs> Completely different, but the same characters. Um, <laughs> I'm not a fan of like hazing uh, no. movies. <laughs> like it's not really. It just seemed it was very 
aggressive the hazing um and i i just i don't i don't know why anyone would want to join a fraternity my dad would me that's what everybody <laughs> i keep going like if i didn't join the fraternity my dad would kill me my dad fraternity. <laughs> okay okay 80s well i i mean we went to a school that was very proud not to have any fraternities or sororities. So, I mean, that we were all very happy about that. But I remember, like, people wanting to, like, start. It was always a thing. It was always a conversation. Like, are they going to start fraternity this year? Yeah. I'm like, we don't even have a football team. Like, it's just not for us, guys. It's not (laughs) our school. Let it go. (laughs) Our colors are heliotrope and puce. It's not going to happen. (laughs) Um, you have to Google what your school colors look like. It's a problem. <laughs> oh, man. All right. So we have college hazing going on. Then we have a flashback to a hazing that happened 20 years prior where this young hippie was drenched in acid in a bathtub by accident. Like, was this an, how do you accidentally put acid in a bathtub? I think that that in and of itself is the funniest cinematic question ever asked. <laughs> like, I mean, I've, I've been watching this movie for, since like, 94, 93. Sure. And like, I still, I'm like, what did they think they were putting in? It was smoking. So, like, yeah. I don't know if you guys have ever come into contact with muriatic acid, but I have a pool, and I put muriatic acid in my pool uh, periodically. You, you're supposed to use it to help, you know, scrub the sides of the pool and clean it. And it is the most intense substance that I have ever been in contact with. It hurts to breathe it. Like, it instantly like there's fumes like your eyes will sting like you know it's not vinegar (laughs) sounds like you're using it wrong like (laughs) it's it's scary it's a scary thing to touch and like you know instantly that it is a very um scary dangerous chemical just from you know, brief contact. So I find it insane <laughs> that someone would pour an entire jug of this shit into a tub and be fine, not have any issues whatsoever. Yeah, like they're stirring it up. Like none of it makes sense. They're stirring it up. There would have been some sort of acid corrosion on that. Like somebody would have noticed something. And I like that the the mother was like, it was supposed to be a harmless a harmless substance of cornflakes and. I don't know, blueberry juice or something. It was vinegar, cereal, and coffee grounds. Sure. This is scary. <laughs> Which also so, makes so, sense. Yeah. Why are we doing that? I, I mean, none of it makes sense from that life. We're sure. just like, why would anybody want to go through this fraternity ritual? Would you just make friends like a normal person, you loser? <laughs> but <laughs> like, I don't know what that's about. But... The, and it's also the timing of it. Like, this movie goes on. This is like an intermission, they tell us, where the bad yeah. guy is from. It's true. 
there's a lot of hazing that happens before that even happens. But I'm just saying, the second you breathe this in, you're coughing, like you feel like you're dying, like your lungs are on fire. I probably have, you know, I'm probably going to die an early death because I came into contact with this shit. Like, that's how I feel about it. It is not... There's no doubt that it's acid when you're pouring There's no mistake in it. No. (laughs) You can't be like, "Mm, that could be vinegar. Like, that's not. And, like, the bottle is legit smoking. Yeah. It also says muriatic acid on it. Yeah. Muriatic acid? What's that? Oh, man. It's just a fancy name for vinegar. (laughs) Of course. These college kids. I mean, I guess they. it was the 60s. They were smoking, smoking the... The wacky oh, weed, maybe. And then they just stare at him while he's in the they acid. Just, oh, those guys that they get. I imagine that that's also a band of some sort. They Probably. just see the guys that are there stirring them up in the beginning. They just totally have a, like, it's almost like they're so, uh, like, this movie, okay, I'll make a legitimate critique. This movie does a good job. I've always felt Pledge Night. It does a pretty good job of corralling its actors. Something that um, House on Sorority Street does a very poor job of. You see that, like, we have so many untrained actors that they don't know how to, like, kind of control their body movements. And one thing that you notice, like, I've always felt like, at least, is, like, when they're stirring him up and he's boiling in there, they look at each other like, hey, Ted, is this cool or what? <laughs> like, they can't hide the fact that there's a film familiarity with the other person, like, in their eyes. So yeah. I just feel like they're just like, we're in a movie. Like, that's like, <laughs> my movie's on the line. Because he's so, he's not spiking the camera, but he's just like hyper, all those guys are hyper aware that there's a camera on <laughs> Totally. Anyway. The branding scene was also kind of like that, where it's like, yes. that one character, uh, that, <laughs> Tony did watch that scene with me, and he was um, like, oh, that's a good prank. And I was like, What? that's a good good prank pranking people that they're getting branded um but then when he actually does it um i mean we had no indication that he was possessed we don't see him getting possessed like when does this possession occur i don't i don't know it would have been nice to find out well you you find it out in like minute like 50 it's really the bare minimum they could do as storytellers the bare minimum let us know that he's possessed yeah Maybe <laughs> an inkling a scene ahead of time where he wakes up from a nightmare i don't care just do something something but this guy is insane from like there's no change in behavior until the alien moment yeah. <laughs> there is an, a little bit of you the know? chest first scene yeah, they borrow from a lot of really popular 80s movies. There's a lot of Freddy Krueger kind of shit yeah. happening. So much Freddy Krueger shit. We have a little alien chest bursting. Um, there's a lot of like, let's just borrow from some really popular um, creepy movies. Yeah. I definitely remembered one thing that I misremembered is that I kind of remembered him when he burst out of the chest. I remember him having a little bit more pizzazz than he did this time. <laughs> I always remember him being like, I'm here. Like, like more like excitement. But that's in a different moment. But uh, You thought he was a little more flamboyant? No, no, I didn't mean to say it like that. I just mean like, just being like, acid shit has arrived. Yeah. Oh, yeah, like, like he had like, more catchphrases. 
Yeah, yeah, because you know, actually, you know why that is? It's because every line in the movie is a catchphrase. You can say any line to me or Tim, and we'll just be like, oh, I, I, that's a catchphrase. Yeah, um, it's true. I, I remember he speaks like, in catchphrases only. Yeah, he speaks in catchphrases. Yeah, exactly. Far out. <laughs> what did he say? He said something. Oh, God, I need to find it. <laughs> oh, no, I can't find it. I hate it when that happens. I'll find it later. I'll bring it up. Um, what did he I say? love that the guy that played Acid Sid was like a regular on All My Children. <laughs> like, oh, oh nice. he says something about Spiro Agnew that <laughs> I think I last for like five minutes straight. <laughs> sure. He I laughed for a lot. For- that's for Spiro Agnew. And I was like, that is so fucking random. That is some, like, <laughs> I like, um, I like when Freddie is like, I was never any of you, 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 uh, imperialist pigs or something like that. There's yes. actually like, there's a pretty sweet movie in there where like, like there's a pretty sweet movie of like the spirit of the sixties coming back to like stock in the seventies. Absolutely. You know? Yeah, and that's why I'm actually always really one of the movie, Um, because I think that like I don't know, it just always made me laugh. But it is unfortunate. I think it's it's interesting that like they set up character to be this hippie that is avenging his death, but he's going after pledges that are just like he was. So it doesn't make any sense. Like he's not discerning against who he's killing, which he absolutely should be, because that would be more interesting. Instead, he's like, or at least make it so they, oh, they got through Hell Week and now they're the new fraternity. Okay, now I go after them or something. The way he dissipates at the end and just like. random and fast. It's Mm -hmm. so fast. And. (laughs) And then he comes back to do more murder. Yeah. (laughs) For what? For what? And why now? Why wait 20 years? They've been doing this for years. Now suddenly he's back. There's no reason for it. There's nothing that happened that caused this. <laughs> it's just maybe it's his son. Just have that be. Th- we know it's his son. It's yeah. not a surprise. We know the whole time. <laughs> just have that be the reason he comes back. Is it it's- supposed to be a surprise that it's his son? No. No, we know. Yes. We legitimately know that the whole time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. We know. We know. No, we, know. we know. Well, I mean, we know. We know, but I don't think that the person writing this has faith in their audience enough to think they know. Yeah. No. I mean, definitely don't put your first act in the middle of the movie. Like, right. Or, or like put your, 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 your uh, whatever you would call it, like uh, back, uh, backstory. Well, I mean, he hints. I don't know my my mom does you know whatever doesn't talk about my dad whatever oh what did he say shoot i forgot to write it down it's like my favorite when he describes his mom and she's like she's still a hippie she does this this and this and smokes dope all day and i'm like yeah is what they call cool like you are like what are you talking about you know whatever your parents are is what you don't want to be right even if it's you know good, good point you never want to, like, your kid's never going to think you're cool, Justin. I'm sorry. What? <laughs> well, she thinks I'm cool now. She does. She does. Those two-year-olds, they think that. Yeah. It's cute, though. 
you know, eventually hormones kick in and then it's like, whatever my parents are, I want to be the exact opposite. <laughs> but so that's why he's in a fraternity, I'm guessing. I want to change my life and my name to complete failure. <laughs> there you go. That's Perfect. the way to do it. That's how yeah. a successful parent right there. Um, yeah. <laughs> it's weird that he's like supposed to be a hippie, but why? Since when are hippies trying to get into fraternities? Yeah, that was a confusing moment for me. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the man who's seen this yeah. 25 times just goes, oh, yeah. Uh, well, I don't think about it. I don't, I, I've never had to get to the Listen, I've never had to get to the I don't think you're supposed point. to. No, 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 no. Every time I watch it, it's a new, a new experience. There you go. I look forward to future viewings of this film. Um, I feel like this is a good this is a good party movie. Put it on the projector in the backyard while we're in the pool kind of thing. <laughs> Sounds like a good time. That cherry scene with the butts. I mean, I don't know. I, I can't I don't know if I can pick my favorite hazing moment in this film. There's so many to choose from. Um it's I mean everybody's got their favorite, I guess. I I sort of do I think that I mean, they're all so grody, and yeah. <laughs> uh, I like the idea that they pick somebody to be the crazy one to scare them. That in of itself was pretty good, and I've always found a yeah. of this movie that they used that guy, like to be end up being Acid Sid's reincarnated body or whatever. I guess sure. For a yeah, while. that was pretty good. Yeah. What's your what's uh? I think I yeah. agree with you. I think that the the idea that there's a crazy person in the frat that they have to somehow support, even though he's stabbing people, is is pretty messed up. But it's probably the most interesting of the hazing moments. It's definitely yeah, like the most original, I guess. Yeah, sure. I do like the idea of keeping somebody around as part of hazing, but he doesn't like make you, they don't haze you, they just make you deal with his shit, like, all the time. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, ah, oh, daddy's crying, but everybody else is eating pork chops. Now, now, scum. <laughs> you, 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 you go on a long walk with daddy, and you listen to him. You really listen to him. And I love how mom comes to visit the frat and she's worried. She's worried about her son. She doesn't like the hazing. She thinks it's dangerous, probably because um, she was pregnant by a man who got thrown in acid yeah. um, when he was being hazed. Um, but the solution that her son comes up with to make her feel better is, don't worry, mom, there's a black guy, a Jew, and an Italian. So there's no need to worry. That's the What? Listen, Amy's mouth to your ears, listener. That's what he said. <laughs> That's literally what he said. Verbatim. Verbatim. <laughs> they don't discriminate. Listen Nothing here. feels more comforting as a parent than to know that there's different groups of people in an, a horrible scenario. <laughs> How comforting. Yeah. And she calls them, they call, she calls them oppressors because she's still a hippie. But like, I don't yeah. think, I think that that's, I think that the this, this script calls her a hippie a lot, but I don't think anybody told the actors that. <laughs> sure. like, 
from her at all, but they all talk about it like, like, oh, my mom's so she just smokes dope. But that woman doesn't smoke dope. No, no, she's no. never smoked dope in her life. <laughs> in her life. Um. <laughs> also, what is a pig party? Something I don't want to know about. So I, I looked know. it up. I don't know. I looked oh, it up. Amy knows. I. Well. Carly, what do you think a pig party is? Because I looked it up, but I saw multiple definitions. Gotcha. I mean, the way that they phrase it, it's that, like, a party that you go to to, like, hook up with the fraternity dudes? Or sure. vice versa? I don't know. That's a nice way to put it. <laughs> That's a nice way to put it. I think what did you find in your research? Either, um, well, one said, um, who can bring the ugliest date to a party? Um, which I don't think that's what this was because they didn't seem to bring any of these women. They were just there. The other one is, uh, the other one is that the party is just filled with, uh, DTF fat chicks is I'm, I'm reading from the internet, not saying that myself. (laughs) I see no, I guess judges. I'm going to say it's the, it's the latter, although the women didn't look overweight to me. Not that it would matter, but I, anyway, it was, I mean, there's it was, a lot of, I don't know where that party takes place. It's like in a bar. I guess it's in the bar. It's like in, in the, the basement. It looks like an abandoned house. Yeah. <laughs> I thought it was like the basement of the fraternity house or something. But then they were there's, in the basement and later. And there's a stripper there. But like, why? Do they have strippers at fraternity parties? I mean, there's a bunch of, like, college women. I just think it's weird. I don't know. I don't understand. I don't know a lot about fraternities, so I there's guess none of us do. There's nothing you get me. If, you're like, if, if, if you were like, hey, man, you want to go to a pig party? I'd be like, no, no, thank you. And I'd be like, no, 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 check it out. This is what a pig party is. I'd be like, no, 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 I think you didn't hear me. I'm not yeah. going. Yeah, that sounds awful. It just um, sounds awful. Okay, and question, um, is acid Sid corporeal? Because there is a lot of things happening with him, and I don't understand the science behind it. He can pull out his own guts and strangle someone with it and survive that. Um, He can also, like disappear and reappear but he also needs to like open up a window to go through it like i don't really understand how acid sid's body works i don't understand his ghost skills he is a ghost though right he's not ghosts don't have intestines they can use to strangle people that needs to be a tangible physical object right but that's why I'm saying, like, is he a ghost? Is he a physical being? Because I feel like is he, he's like a zombie and a ghost. And I don't think that that's a thing. You can't just make I, up a thing like that. I, I, it, this movie feels like it was going to be a movie where his spirit embodied different people at different times for different murders. Yeah. But then they just they got to two and then stopped. <laughs> well, he's so he's a demon then. That's yeah. what demons do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But demons weren't people once. Ghosts were people once. That's what I'm saying. Like, he's he's his own... 
he's like Freddy Krueger in Freddy is like in like the second one, you know, where it, the science doesn't make sense and he can like somehow go to this pool party and kill children, even though he's only supposed to kill people in their dreams. Like the science doesn't work. Someone watched the second Nightmare on Elm Street and was like, that's what I want. Yeah. And they just blare some anthrax over it and everybody catches in. I mean, I'm okay with it. I'm just saying I'm confused by it because yeah. sometimes he's living by these rules where he needs to open windows to walk through them. And then other times he just disappears and reappears and can burst through people's chests for no reason. And pulls people's heads into their stomachs to melt their faces off. Oh, yeah, yeah. that was good. I liked that. I mean, the 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 effects are fun. I, I have no complaints there at all. The kills are fun. The 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 egg beater kill has always been a mystery to me. To I was wondering how it was going to happen prior to the fact, and I still don't know. Well, he ties her up, and then later when we see her body, her mouth is open and bloody. So I'm guessing he choked her with an egg beater. I always thought he put it in, but he's he's putting it like above her head like he's going to get her hair twisted in it. Like, yeah. like it, it, the setup, the kill setup is like, she's going to be like, ow, what the fuck? But instead she's just yeah. dead. I think maybe that was to scare her. Here comes the egg beater towards her head and then also open your mouth because I'm going to choke you with an egg beater. <laughs> <laughs> but there's a lack of egg beaters in that scenario though. How does I you- agree. I oh, think... Okay. I'm not saying it makes sense. I'm I'm just assuming based on the mouth gaping and blood in her mouth that ha- it went into her mouth and not into her hair. I mean, yeah. maybe it did both. Maybe he got her hair first, untangled it, and then strangled her with it. Could be. It's a lot Could of be. work. Lot I of mean... Work. He had time. They were all in the basement. Didn't seem to care that anyone was screaming. They had all. They had all weekend. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh, and this. <laughs> I don't know what character it was, but when the character. Oh, wait, 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 wait. I just remembered the toilets, and I needed to talk about this bathroom. Because <laughs> what is going on with this bathroom? <laughs> oh, the toilets where there's like four inches between the sink and the toilet? Is that what there's you There's just two toilets next to each other with no partition. Yeah. What are we doing with these toilets? These toilets are close I thought one was a joke toilet. It's like, let's hold hands and poop together kind well, of that's toilets. Why and there's a... they, they had like them pulling the the fake poops out right with their mouths and i thought that one was like a dummy toilet until the second guy was like using it and then i was like oh that's why would there be a dummy toilet well because you know all of their jokes are like implying that they're harmful but they're really not doing anything super harmful like with you know what i mean so i thought there's like they wouldn't actually have people bob for apples out of a toilet so they have like this fake toilet that they're putting next to the real toilet with the fake whatever in it no i think it was an actual toilet the whole time yeah now i know that because this guy (laughs) was on it and then there was a hand that came out of the toilet and it was weird i don't know See, Acid Sid can't just, like, appear. He has to, like, open things. But also, he doesn't need to breathe. Because how do you climb out of a toilet if you have to breathe? He's dead. He doesn't have to breathe. But why? then why does he have to, like, climb through things? He makes portals, I guess. Dramatic effect. 
He can make portals, but he yeah. has to open up doors. Like I just, it doesn't make I sense. I think it's, it's probably some effort to make a portal. So at some point, like, <laughs> the trade-off between like the effort of like preparing a portal, probably making the portals like making breakfast. Like it's kind so, of like, out of work. <laughs> making a portal breakfast, a toilet is worth Sid's time. Yes, because it's his grand entrance. It's, it is a good entrance. I mean, but no one was there to see it. Except for the guy yeah. that died. So, like, right. Well, there's, there's, there's it. It. I, got, I mean, if I'm going to come in through a toilet to scare and kill somebody, I don't want there to be more people there, is all I'm saying. Okay, if it's, if it's, if I'm putting that much effort into it. There's a lot of people around. There's no public, like a toilet expo. <laughs> like the new... well, this bathroom has multiple toilets. So, who knows? True. His uh, entrance, like right when he reaches that guy's legs, was right when my partner like glanced over at the TV, and I got a real "What are you watching?" situation. (laughs) (laughs) That is a tamer. That is a tamer uh, scene, though. I mean, I've had that issue with um, like Antichrist and like (laughs) some really gnarly movies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that is a that is a fun moment. Uh, that's kind of a normal thing in my house. My husband's seen it all. So I always have something fucking crazy going oh, on in the background. And they, always, they always want, they always walk in at the worst fucking parts. At least she didn't come in when he was like um, drowning in his, his stomach intestines. That's true. But my that would have so been peculiar because, like, I, like, I finished work and then immediately started watching this movie. And mm-hmm. so it's also, so. It was just like, it's like done with work. Now I'm just going to relax with some, what are you watching right now? Your daughter is still awake. I'm like, I got to watch it for this. I got to watch it for a podcast. And she's like, oh, yeah. Like, I'm so <laughs> That's why you have to actually start a podcast so then they believe you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's how you do it. That's it. It's all, all podcasts. The formation of all podcasts is predicated against my embarrassment. Yeah, yeah. You don't have to be embarrassed about what you're watching if you have a, a podcast reason. That's all. Gotcha. Um. Okay. So I mean, I just I enjoyed it. It's a romp and good time. It's fun. It's gory. The beginning is incredibly unnecessary and very long-winded but still fun to watch for some reason and uh 80s you know the max 80s is a blast 80s to the max for sure definitely doing a lot of that fun 80s borrowing that we always talk about um i even felt a little bit like slumber party massacre too carly it felt similar yeah I could with the with Acid Sid being like guitar yeah. guy. Yeah. 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 Totally. Did you ever see Slumber Party Massacre 2, Justin? Only one in three. Oh, well, you're missing out. You'd love it. <laughs> if you like if you like this movie, you'll really enjoy Slumber Party Massacre 2. Nice. And also Prom Night 2. Watch both That's of those. True. Highly recommend. That's These are the recommendations I'm assigning to you. <laughs> To you and your partner to enjoy. Does your partner enjoy uh, horror movies or no? Uh, yes, more than I do. Yeah. Oh, yeah. good. 
then there you go. The, enjoy together. Romantic evening. <laughs> okay. So, yeah, I guess I guess I just still want to talk about this ending a little bit, and then I'll be good because <laughs> we we fu- quote unquote find out that um, Acid Sid is the main character's dad, and we I mean we knew that, but we find out, but we find out because. I mean, you can't kill Acid Sid. Nothing kills him. No. This whole time I was like, I don't understand the science behind him. So I don't even know how they would kill him. So well, and they, they address that too, though, because they're like, we just yeah. need to kill him. And we were like, you can't because he's you dead. Can't. But we used swords. If swords yeah. doesn't do it, I don't know what to do. Yeah. Once he takes, he took a sword laughing. Yeah. No, you're I, done. I always imagined there would be some sort of return of the acid like. The only way to kill Acid Sid was to drown him in acid. Oh, that would be. But he also is made of acid and is constantly burning people with acid. Yeah. Doesn't seem like he's affected by acid. Yeah, but he might, you know, he might maybe a base. Oh, yeah. Some some baking soda, perhaps. Some baking soda, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Even a mouth. That would be cool. Like baking soda and a fan. You know, just like <laughs> <laughs> it sizzles. Now we know. That's what yeah. we have an acid sit problem. Thanks, sixth grade science. Um. So yeah, there you go, baking soda. But no, it's not baking soda. It's his son existing is, uh, and then he says, "I only came back to protect you." Once he yep. finds out that's his son, and then disappears. That's it. Yeah. That's all he says. So he came back 20 years later to protect his son that he somehow knows lives and exists in this time period and but doesn't know that that's his son and then is just murdering everyone he comes into contact with. What if he killed his son? He Well, he did ask them, everybody that he killed, he asked like their name. That's true. But oh, right. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, is that who what are he's you? He's and they're all like, his son? This is my name. And he's so like, you're not, not his son, son. He's just killing him. Murder. Yeah. It's a peculiar, but he always has them like, he always has them like right at the death point. And he's like, what's your name? Yeah. And if it sounds like my name, I'll, I'll probably still kill you. <laughs> <laughs> probably I only kill. came back to protect you. And then the next scene, murder. Yeah, then he comes yeah. back and he's killing again very because confusing. that's how you have to add. That's how you have to end an '80s horror movie. It's stupid. The other one had a had a moment like that too. Like you, every yeah. movie had to yes set up a sequel that was never going to happen, huh? Yeah, I mean, is there a Pledge Night too? I think there is. Yeah, but it's not. It's not what you want. Not as good. <laughs> yeah, it's not what you want out of the film. Is Acid Sid return? Does Acid Sid return? No. So oh. there you go. Oh, oh wait, I didn't see Pledge Night too. Actually, I, I think they're back. I don't know. I, I'm sorry. I'm thinking of a different movie. Oh, I'm are you? Necessary commanding. <laughs> I don't think there is a Pledge Night too. I thought I saw that there was. I just Did I, make I don't know. Up? IMD beat it, and nothing came oh, up. Oh, maybe I'm thinking of House on Sorority Row. There's definitely a second one of that, I think. Okay, that's probably. I I definitely, I think. Okay, there is no. Okay, there is, but there is a pledge night in in development. I'm gonna go ahead and click on that and see what we're doing here. It is horror. What year you got on that thing? 
in development and there is nothing nothing zero things about it so except for that the runtime is an hour 30 yeah for some reason they know that the runtime is an hour 30 but that's all they know (laughs) no like director no writer no one's attached to it no actor but it's an hour 30 the runtime is an hour 30 (laughs) (laughs) trust in imdb they're like, hey, do you think we should cut this scene? And they're like, I don't know. Because <laughs> we haven't made it yet. <laughs> but I know. But they're really just working backwards. Yeah. You know, how long do you think this movie should be? An hour 30. Okay, let's find a director. That's the stage they're in right now. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Between uh, runtime and director. <laughs> well, I guess I go pick out my Duxedo for the Academy Awards and then we can start on this. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Oh. Great, great pick, Justin. Thank you so much for picking it. That was fantastic. That was a blast. Oh, I do feel the need to like own that now. So just saying. So how have you been, man? How have you been for the past, you know, 16 years or whatever it's been? Good. It's been, we saw each other once, though. There was a random. Was it in New York City? It was in New York. Yeah. Movie afterwards, I think. Oh yeah, we saw um, the Alien prequel began with a P. Prometheus. <laughs> Prometheus. Yeah. Yeah. And you met my in. husband because we went. Yes. I I came with my husband. Oh yeah. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, that was nice. Yeah, I was actually talking to Tony about. It. I'm like, did you meet Justin? He's like, oh yeah, in New York City. I'm like, was he there? <laughs> so apparently, my husband remembers that <laughs> more than I do. Sorry. Yeah. It was fun. Uh, though. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, I haven't seen you since then. Happy Ben. <laughs> it's, it's still been over a decade, but yes, it has. Which how so, how how? I don't know. I don't know. I just turned forty, but that's okay. I'm okay with it. It's good. I have a few more years. You're older than me. Um. Well, that's great. I mean, are you doing anything you want to shout out on the show? Uh, you want to shout out your Twitter? You want any other podcasts or creating anything or? Just the Twitter, I guess. Okay. I'm always, like, kind of working on stuff. I've been doing a lot of music recently, but I don't really have anything to share right yet, so. Cool. Go ahead and shout out your Twitter handle, then. Oh, do I do it? How do people shout out their hit? Like, do you, like. You know, and then, yeah. Okay, that's the most helpful thing to say. (laughs) (laughs) No, I no, I feel I feel both like I'm like stoned, but I'm not, and then also I feel old, but I'm not. What I'm saying is like, like I have like it's like Ace just in case is my act, but then right. my name is Murder She, so I never know what to say. Oh yeah, at C E just in case, okay. I think is All how right. people would find you. But I do appreciate the Murder She quote. Maybe I'll just say that because it's cool. No way to find me. It's a good one. I like it. Um, I know I t- I don't like Twitter's still a thing though. Like it's cool. <laughs> I like I like Twitter. It's not TikTok, but you know it's it's no, still cool. Well, it's got features. <laughs> you can post videos on there if you want. What you can't edit a video on Twitter now? <laughs> <laughs> you can totally do that if you want. Um, all right, hey, Carly, do you have anything you want to report? No, I feel like we just recorded. And I we feel did. like I, I, mean, I used did. all my words. 
Okay. I feel like I used all my words. We need to pick what we're going to be talking about next week, though, Justin, if you don't mind hanging out while we do that. We have uh, a wheel, a wheel of terrors, if you will, that we spin. Um, We just finished our 80s month. So now I I promise, Carly, I removed any film from this wheel that (laughs) is not recent. Okay. These are all films that are new ish. Oh, wait. It changed. Oh, no. Uh oh. Uh oh. Oh, no. Uh oh. It didn't save. What happened? It didn't save. That's okay. Talk amongst yourself, Carly. What do you tell me something new? <laughs> well, I was going to say, it's okay if it's streaming, right? Yeah, but I didn't want to do all these movies, and I also, added new ones. Just... Okay. So, I'm let's I'm see. I'm trying to think if I've watched anything recently. I really think that we all, we talked about it, and I just watched okay. these movies. Well, this wheel only has four movies on it right now, and I'm okay with it. <laughs> all right. Because these are all new movies that came out that we wanted to talk about. So here we go. Ready? Spinning the Wheel of Terrors. 50 50. Yeah, sure. Wow. A long time. Antlers. Ooh. Oh, that movie looked pretty good. It does right. look good. We've been and wanting to do Antlers. It's, it's it is on HBO somewhere. Max. Ooh, yeah. HBO Max. Okay. Um, okay, let's see what else we're watching with Antlers. There's uh, three other movies on this now. <laughs> I got oh. Longest spin of all time. Oh, no. Titan. Oh. The car sex movie. It is oh, a car you, sex movie. I got, I got a favor to ask about Titan. Okay. Okay, I really want to see it. Sure. But, but I'm, like, kind of scared of it. Okay. I so, think you're supposed to be. <laughs> yeah, I think you're supposed to be too. Oh, okay. But like, I have a low like like this is a good episode. I think maybe we talked about this already. I'm like, I have a low threshold for terror. I really actually am scared for these movies. I'm like Adam. Like, I don't, I don't. I'm too squeamish for them. True. But if you could tell me. Well, maybe you know what? I'll just listen to your podcast. But there on you the go. podcast, you could tell me if it's not. <laughs> just let me let me know if it's gnarly or not. I've heard that it's that absolutely do. gnarly. Yeah, we'll okay. we'll give it a justin a justin case uh, rating. Okay. Yeah. Okay, that would be really helpful. I have I have another friend who sees all the movies. She sees all the movies for me, and she'll just tell me if it's gnarly. That's our role. It's like she just knows I my exact a feeling. It's going to be. Yeah, I've I've heard that it's. That's why I want to see it. Yeah. 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 I have a feeling it's not tame in any no. way, shape, or form. But I don't know if it's all sexual, and I don't know if that's a thing for you, or if it's like violence that does it for no, you. Or violence, if it's... violence is cool. No, violence and gore is what gets me. Kind oh, of like violence and gore is okay too. <laughs> I thought you said if it's violence, it's cool. That's what I thought. I heard you say. <laughs> I'm scared of sex. I don't like sex in my movies. I, I think that's interesting. I, I always wonder, like, people who don't like horror movies, like, what it is that they don't like about it. Because there's so many different kinds of horror movies, I feel. We used to do a um, a sideshow, or sideshow, a side podcast so called Let's Make a Monster. And I would bring on a friend who doesn't like horror movies. And I'd basically, like, interview them to ask them, like, figure out why they don't like horror movies or what about horror movies they didn't like. And then I would find movies that I thought they would like and we'd watch them together. And so that was a show we used to do. Um, and mm-hmm. I think we we 
I think everyone that was on the show was surprised when I picked movies that they liked because they just thought straight up they didn't like horror movies. They didn't realize there's all these different kinds of horror movies. But it sounds like you have a pretty good grasp on the horror movies you can handle and what you can't. Yeah, yeah. It's just like, I, have you ever seen a movie, and I, I, I'll never remember the name of it, but it's, it's with Rebecca West and Dominic West. I don't know who they are. Carly's the name person. Carly, do you know oh. those names? I know who Dominic West is. Um, she's she's really good. She's in a lot of stuff. Um, she was in um, The Prestige, and she was in um, she was in Iron Man Three. Mm. What I can think of, I don't know she's a really good actress. But that movie is like it's scary. But it was like it was like I watched it. And it wasn't great, but I was like, this is exactly my threshold of scary. Like it was a little creepy. But it was well done. Like, like The Shining is one of my favorite movies. Like, when those movies are done really well. When I when I move from, you want to hear the most depressing story? It's going to get you depressed, but it's not really depressing. When I moved from New York to Chicago, the on my last night, Jim and I were going to hang out, and he was like, he's like, what I want? I just got the Blu-ray of Texas Chainsaw Massacre, and like, I really think you should watch it. It's the greatest movie ever made. And I was like, okay. And then he came over, and we got to the point where the movie started, and I was like, I can't, I can't. I want to watch. <laughs> Let's watch Mortal Kombat or something fun. Like, also I got a fantastic it. choice. That is, that is the correct feeling you're supposed to have watching the yeah. beginning of Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Yeah, There's nothing good. embarrassing about that. If you don't feel some sort of dread with that camera sound and that animal on a stick or whatever the hell it is it's been a minute since i've seen it but that whole scene with the voiceover and the texas chainsaw massacre thing is terrifying and if you don't think it's terrifying there's something wrong with you it's one of the scariest movies of all time we've said it many times on this show yeah i couldn't i couldn't get it i couldn't get within 10 feet of that movie i think that's fair i mean i i would say it's one of the best horror movies it's also one of the scariest um, horror movies and it can't be rep- that kind of it can't be replicated like they've tried to remake Texas Chainsaw Massacre so many times and they have failed every single time because it's just you it was can't a new one that just came out right like it's, Netflix or yeah something? yeah and it's on my wheel and I'm glad it didn't select it next for next week because I really don't want to watch them <laughs> I'm sure it'll be a great episode but I don't want to talk about it I don't want to watch it um because it looks like garbage. But um, yeah, I mean, if you could ever stomach it or if you're ever feeling brave, I think it's worth the amount of fear you feel to watch it because it's such an experience. It's so well done, too. But you have to be in the right. You have to know to expect it because it's, yeah. it is very frightening. It is. Um, and the thing is, in terms of violence that you're seeing, it's basically non-existent. But it makes you feel like you're seeing everything. That's your why brain it's so tricks real. you. Your yeah. brain oh, tricks I really you. I like that. Oh, yeah. okay. Oh, that's a that's like the highest for me. That's like the highest compliment for a movie, right? Like if you yeah. can make a movie that's scary that doesn't actually show you anything. Whew, that's good it's stuff. true. I mean, you really there. There is very little 
gore that you actually see, but mm-hmm. your brain does a real good job of filling in those gaps because the sound effects and the the moment it pulls away yeah. is just so perfectly done that I mean it's it's one of those movies that you j- there just won't be a, a better one. I just don't think in terms of horror, like it's hard to replicate that. Um, so I mean, if you can't ever stomach it, you know, maybe some Halloween you uh, you dare, but maybe watch it in the morning. Watch it. I'm gonna watch it in 15 minute clips. I bet I can handle that movie on my phone. That's probably the most I can handle it. Sure. Sure. I mean, I remember very vividly the first time I saw that movie. It was during the day in a room filled with my friends. And I was fucking terrified. I was like, I think it was like 16. And that's, I think, the right age to watch Texas Chainsaw Massacre. You're just dumb enough to watch it. And, uh, you know, it's it'll stick with you forever, for real. It's, uh, it's like drugs, right? You're like, it's like you're healthy enough. <laughs> Dig drugs when you're young and not when yeah. you're old. You're yeah. dumb enough Chainsaw to make was, the bad was my choice. Entry, was my entry drug into the, the world of horror. It's true. Really. I mean, I think it's most people's... I was like 13, I think. It's Oh my... That's too young. Oh, I love Yikes. It. Oh my God. I would have never slept again. Me and one of my friends, and she was like, you've never seen this? And I was like, no. But I like love horror, but like, <laughs> like you know, like scream horror, like the 90s horror that was going yeah. on. She was like, She's like, no, we have to watch this. And I was like, okay. And I was like, this movie's amazing. And it was <laughs> terrifying. And I loved it. it really You're like, was. okay, but there's no way it's going to be better than I still know what you did last summer. <laughs> <laughs> That's probably exactly what happened. <laughs> Wait, when did I I know what you did last time? That we were older when that, you were older than 13 when that came out, weren't we? Yeah. Ish? Yeah. Yeah. But Scream came out before that. Oh, before yeah. Way it. before. Oh my god. I can't wait till we see the screen people. We're going to a horror convention, Justin. Oh. And there's a lot of screen people gonna be there. Matthew Lillard's gonna be there. And I just can't wait. Carly and I said we're gonna make a Matthew Lillard sandwich and hug him. Heck yeah, we are. Um, And (laughs) also, I know what you did last summer came out in 97, so technically I saw, I know what you did last summer before I saw... Wow, good timing, Justin, with the 13. That's yeah. right. Spot on. A thing or two about a thing or two, that Justin <laughs> Keith. All right. Well, I guess All that's right. it, unless there's anything else anyone wants to talk about. Uh, no? Good? Yeah, man. This is awesome. This is legitimately, I, am, I have to say, one of my favorite. Because I've been doing, I mean, I don't know if this is a value to say or not, or if it sounds like I'm being up my own alley. I've just been doing a lot of podcasts recently, and this was like fun. Yay, I had a thanks, lot Justin. Fun. We were so glad you came to join us, you know, and we had a lot of fun. You're welcome to come back and join us again if you're feeling brave and you want to watch Texas Chainsaw Massacre. <laughs> we, we've never fun. covered it. It yeah. could happen. Yeah, it man. could happen. Ooh. That might make a good follow-up. We can talk yeah, more about that later. <laughs> okay. okay. I like All it. Right. Um, so then that's it. Until next week. Um, when we're talking about what Titan and oh yes, sorry, uh, we're talking about Antlers streaming on HBO and HBO Max and Titan, which is streaming on Hulu. Okay, until then, I'm Amy and I'm Carly. Mm-hmm. Bye. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> I like that he joined in. That's the best. Yeah.
thanks, justin.